Apple ready to fight for your monthly video wallet share. Conclusion, get ready for another $10 a month drag on your credit card. It's a rebranded all-in-one Apple video and music offering in two to three years. An emerging area of investment. It's no secret that original content will be an emerging area of investment for Apple, given it will boost the increasingly important services revenue line. The good news is the trend of more cord cutting is undeniable and consumers are paying for multiple monthly streaming services. Multiple streaming services means there will be a handful of content provider winners. The bad news is Apple's efforts in content thus far have been limited to learnings with Carpool Karaoke and Planet of the Apps. We think that will change over the next five years as Apple ramps its original content investment from around $500 million in 2017 to our estimate of $4.2 billion in 2022. It's worth noting this will still lag our 2022 estimates for original content spend by Amazon at $8.3 billion, which will likely surpass Netflix at $6.8 billion. Fighting to reach 75 million subs. We define a winning content platform as having 75 million plus monthly subscribers. That's a tall order given it's a crowded field with more than 200 subscription video services in September of 2017. These video services are working to catch up to the creative achievements of existing players. In 2017, HBO won 29 Emmys, Netflix won 20, NBC 15, and Hulu 10. Looking at monthly subs, today's leaders are Netflix, estimated to end the year with 115 million, and Amazon, who have about 80 million global Prime subscribers. Hulu is the third largest with 12 to 15 million U.S. subscribers, but that doesn't clear our 75 million hurdle. Apple should be able to quickly expand their sub base given they have a running start with just over 30 million Apple Music subscribers that will have access to the video offering for the same $10 a month. Even though Apple employs the iTunes Store nomenclature to sell most of its video content, we expect an all-in-one offering, both music and video, to take the form of a rebranded Apple Music sometime in the next two to three years. This note puts Apple's content ambitions in context with the other players. Apple. With over 30 million Apple Music subscribers, Apple aims to bundle the music offering with an expanded selection of original video content and will steer clear of licensing catalog content. Apple cares about original content because it will grow Apple's services business. Services will account for about 14% of revenue in current year 17, growing at a high teens rate for the next several years, which is more than double the growth rate of Apple's hardware business. Separately, services carry a gross margin, which is around two times Apple's overall gross margin of 38%. We note content margins are slightly higher than Apple's current business based on other streaming services margins that are around 45%. As Apple continues to invest in original content over the next few years, we estimate it will be around $800 million to $1 billion in 2017. The services gross margin could decline by 3 to 5%, putting pressure on Apple's overall gross margin by about 0.5%. We expect the view will be generally positive of this growth versus margin trade-off, given it is an investment in a measurable revenue-generating addition to Apple's core business. Adding talent and shows. Apple announced in early November that they are developing a new TV show for its streaming, streaming service, starring Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. They beat out bids from Netflix and Showtime for the rights and could possibly spend over $10 million an episode, according to the Wall Street Journal. The show, which doesn't have a script yet, 
will follow the lives of morning news talk show anchors. Think Today Show or Good Morning America. This is the second major content announcement for Apple recently, after announcing it is teaming up with Steven Spielberg to reboot his Amazing Stories series. On top of these two upcoming shows, Apple has been filling the ranks of its programming team with experienced entertainment executives. In late October, Apple hired Jay Hunt, a rock star in UK original content, and in June hired Jamie Ehrlich and Zach Van Amberg from Sony. Separately, these hires tie back to the acquisition of Beats and Jimmy Iovine joining Apple. Iovine was instrumental in bringing Ehrlich and Amberg to Apple and has been the point man for Apple's push into the original programming space. Iovine has a deep knowledge and a wealth of experience in the music industry. We consider him a tastemaker and will likely work to expand their existing video offering into original programming alongside their existing audio offering. Rebranding Apple Music and iTunes. Obviously, what is offered with Apple Music and in the iTunes Store is more than just music and is another data point in Apple lagging behind on name changes. Looking back, they were Apple Computer Inc. until 2007 when Steve Jobs decided to ditch computer from the title to better reflect the products the company sold, 2007 being the first year of the iPhone. In 2016, they dropped store from their physical retail store locations, indicating the stores are more of an experience than simply a place where you buy things. For instance, Apple Fifth Avenue, Apple Lincoln Park, or I need to stop at Apple as opposed to saying I need to stop at the Apple Store. With the rebranding and expansion of its content library, Apple is positioned to be a player in the original programming space. Netflix. With 115 million global subscribers and expected to spend between seven and eight billion dollars on content in 2018, Netflix is the gold standard for over-the-top original programming. Over the years, they have won 37 Emmy Awards on 128 nominations and are hoping to increase that total as they are expected to release 80 original films in 2018. Netflix's strategy is to keep a steady stream of diverse content coming, as opposed to HBO, for example, who releases a few high-profile seasons a year. Netflix certainly has those prestige shows, like Stranger Things, Narcos, or The Crown, just to name a few, but that is not the objective. Instead, Netflix focuses on offering a content library with a broad range of appeal to its diverse subscriber base, seeking overall commercial success ahead of critical successes here and there. They are also rolling out this strategy internationally by continually entering new markets and even offering original shows in the local language for those markets. Currently, native language shows are available in Spain, Japan, Mexico, South Korea, Brazil, France, and Italy. Netflix has the largest library, budget, and geographic reach of the streaming services and will continue to be a formidable force for many years to come. Hulu. Hulu has around 12 to 15 million subscribers and will spend around 2.5 billion on content in 2017. While Amazon and Netflix will both spend more than twice that this year, it's important to remember that Hulu is only available in the US, while Amazon and Netflix are both distributed internationally. Hulu also is not aiming to be a leader in original programming, instead using it to supplement their focus, which is on licensing quality content from major TV networks. However, they have still had success with their original programs. The Handmaid's Tale won an Emmy for Outstanding Drama Series, the first such award for a pure streaming service. They have begun bundling their service with others, notably offering college students both Hulu and Spotify Premium for only $4.99 a month. 
They have Cinemax and HBO add-ons to their service as well, though there are no discounts involved and the services are simply integrated into the Hulu app. Hulu's approach is to offer as much quality content as possible, both originals and programming licensed from major networks having recently added 7,500 episodes in Q3 of 2017. Amazon. There are about 90 million Amazon Prime subscribers worldwide, and we believe Amazon Studios' content spend is budgeted at $4.5 billion for 2017. They have recently communicated that will increase in 2018, and on that September 17 earnings call, Amazon said they were bullish on video given it helps drive more engagement and purchases on Amazon.com. Prime Video is only available to Amazon Prime members, and Prime members, as expected, spend about three times more money on Amazon than non-members. Amazon recently announced they're expanding Amazon Studios, even amid management shakeups in the last month. Amazon Studios head resigned amid sexual harassment allegations, and they've added new heads of both scripted and unscripted content. Coupled with these management changes is a strategy change. CEO Jeff Bezos had indicated he's looking for a high-profile series with global appeal and recently acquired the rights for a TV show based on J.R.R. Tolkien's writings. Amazon paid between $200 and $250 million for the rights to the Tolkien IP and will shoot two seasons for a reported $100 million each, bringing the financial commitment to nearly $500 million. For some perspective, Bezos paid $250 million in 2013 for the Washington Post. This show has the potential to legitimize their video entertainment ambitions in the eyes of non-prime members. <laughs>